Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Welcome to Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name is Aaron Lindsay. I'm proud to be the co-host with Dr. Banning, who is sitting right across from me in the studio. Dr. Banning, how are you? I'm doing great. I, I'm doing really good after that coffee we had at, what was the name of that place? Uh, that was called uh, Black Roast. Black Roast, yes. Yeah, it, it was, was delicious. Phenomenal. Yeah. Really good coffee. Yeah. Um, shout out to those guys down in Hendersonville, Tennessee. But we were discussing things while we were having coffee this morning. You know, I was in uh, a few car accidents growing up. I, I used to drive like a crazy person as a teenager, and mm-hmm. as a lot of guys do. Sure. But you you mentioned something about some of the trauma uh, that that could be at the base of some of the problems that I originally came to you in the first place. Yeah, you can see it a lot, and most people just shake it off like it's nothing. Yeah, because because they you know once you have if you feel okay after an accident, then you're going to think everything's okay. I guess isn't that right. how that works? Yeah, yeah, and um, oh, everybody's been in a car accident. If you're about thirty, forty years old, chances are most yeah. people forget about it. Um, the tricky thing is, is um, I've had people tell me that they got in a head-on collision. I had a young lady tell me that. And both vehicles were going 40 miles an hour, and she walked away. Both cars were totaled, and she had no complaints. And that was three or four years ago, and then she comes in with excruciating neck pain where she really doesn't know what caused it. Okay. And so, you know, if you just look at it, your head weighs about 10 pounds and is sitting on the most mobile part of your body, the tip of your you know, the tip of your spine, your neck, right where your brainstem is. Yeah. And so in less than a quarter of a second, your head goes all the way forward and all the way back. Right. And uh, we call that a whiplash. It's not, it's like an acceleration or inertia injury. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, it's not like blunt trauma. Uh, Blunt trauma happens when your knees hit the dashboard or when your, you know, the airbag comes out and smashes you in the face. Yeah. Uh, Things like that. But, but the tearing and stretching of fibers takes place. And I'll just give somebody an analogy. It's like, hey, try holding a 10-pound bowling ball with your hand in the upright position and, um, you know, run 10 miles an hour and just let the area just below the bowling ball, your forearm, hit like a stationary object. What's going to happen to your hand? Yikes. Yeah. So, so yeah. And, and people have uh, adrenaline rushes and things like that where everything is, oh yeah, you know, their body just fight or flight kicks in and they're checking their children out and stuff like that. And then they forget about it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, real typical people come in within two to three weeks complaining of neck pain and they don't know what it's from. And then they'll say, well, I didn't have neck pain after the accident. Right. And um, that's, that's extremely common. So, you know, there's a lot of things you can do when you get in a car accident. Uh, obviously, you want to pull the vehicle over or get out of the car and get away from traffic mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, call a police officer. But get a, get a police report because the police report's a document that kind of documents what happened in the accident. And, um, you know, that's really important to do that. And then, you know, a lot of times the ambulance will come or the Police officers will come and they'll check you out. And understand this. There's a big difference between emergency care and health care. Emergency care is 
you're not bleeding to death, are you? You don't have a bone sticking out of your throat. So, you know, you're, you should be okay. Healthcare is not that. Healthcare starts when somebody has been to the emergency room and they come into to see a chiropractor. And uh, usually what will happen is they'll come in with, you know, neck pain or headache or pain down their arms, hands, or fingers. And uh, that's where we start to really work on keeping them from developing long-term problems. You mentioned getting a, a police report. Is that something that they should take with them? Like if they came into White House Chiropractic and Wellness, would they bring that with them? Yeah, and, you know, there's two sides of the story, but you just want to know um, – are you going to make it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got something stuck in my throat. Yeah. So you just want to know what happened. A healthcare provider like myself wants to know what happened, uh, wants to know that there was an accident and that there was damage. And uh, the other thing is, is you want to know who's at fault. And um, you got to know the insurance and all that business too. But the biggest thing is, um, you know, well, I'm going to save some money. You know, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to go to the doctor. Right. You know, and 10 years later, you're like sitting there with neck pain and headaches trying to figure out what's going on because you sit at a desk, mm-hmm. you know, and you look at these computer screens. So um, it's really important. I, I see people every day that get in car accidents that are coming into me for symptoms from a car accident years ago that they never did anything about. I can imagine. I can imagine yeah. that would cause problems. Yeah. And that may be, I, I don't know, you may, you may have nailed it on the head there with me because I, too, had a head-on collision going 40 miles an hour uh, when I was 15. Wow. Yeah, and um, I actually broke the windshield. Well, I wasn't wearing a seatbelt or anything like that. Oh, you're like a crash test dummy, then, weren't you? <laughs> That's me. Remember yeah. that band, the crash uh, test dummy? I don't, but, oh. I'm, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to hear about it. <laughs> they're, they're a one-hit wonder from the 90s. This guy had a real deep voice. Really? Yeah, it was pretty funny. A one-hit wonder. Yeah. Okay, one no play on words, right? Correct. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a pretty significant, you know, when you get thrown around your head stars a windshield, that's a good one there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go to school the next day? No, I went to the hospital. I was in the hospital for, uh, for I think, four days. Yeah. So, you know, you think, oh, man, I'm, I'm all cool. I'm good to go. But most people don't realize the tissues that hold your head up and support you and, and hold things together and actually work to make you move, their pulley system, mm-hmm. has all been torn. And so your muscles, your ligaments, your discs, and even your nerves have been torn and traumatized. And um, they don't take care of that when you're in the hospital. But that whole process of healing takes the body about a year to a year and a half. And it's usually scar tissue, which is, uh, you know, it goes around the joints that were injured. And then you've got an area that's just traumatized and develops arthritis mm. at a at a later date. So. Yeah. And you can see that on x-rays because you'll see a loss of curve. That's pretty typical for someone in a whiplash. Reverse curve in their neck, you know. And today's society, you know, I don't know how many people sit at a desk all day, but if you've got trauma to your neck from a whiplash and you have a desk job, yeah. you're really setting yourself up for a lot of fun. Yeah, I do have a desk job. Do so, you? yeah. Okay. Um, which brings me around. I've got to schedule an appointment. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a few weeks now, so i got to mm-hmm. get that done. So how does that whiplash? So how does that work? And what is it? Can you can you kind of tell us what happens when somebody has whiplash? Yeah. Um, have you ever played billiards before? Oh yeah. So um, you know the cue ball is the striking vehicle, and the the ball that's there is the uh, target vehicle. Okay? okay. So you'll notice 
the energy from the cue ball hitting the target ball, um, there's different forms of energy. You've got what we call kinetic energy where the ball is moving and its energy is related to its velocity and its weight and its direction. Okay. So when that energy gets absorbed by the target, the target accelerates and the cue ball stops. So there's sound energy. There's, you know, there's, uh, you know, the kinetic impact, the impact energy that gets transferred to the target. And so you're sitting still or you're moving along or you're on ice or whatever. Mm -hmm. And this vehicle hits you from behind and you're just sitting there. Well, your back is supported, but your head is not. So what happens is when that impact comes, the first thing that happens is the shoulder harness clamps down and stabilizes your left shoulder, which is great. Okay. If you're wearing your seatbelts, then what happens is your upper body gets accelerated forward because the seat back is attached so you're, you're, you're sitting up against your seat, but your head is floating. It's like a bowling ball and your headrest is not near your head. And so there's an inertia that takes place. Your body starts to accelerate while your head is just remaining stationary. Okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the neck says, Hey, wait, wait for me. And then the head says, okay, I'm coming. Oh boy. And it's called a whiplash. Got it. Um, if you see what a bull whip, it, it just whips it. Mm-hmm. So what will happen is the way the head will go back. I mean, I've heard people tell me that they actually could see the back of their vehicle. Oh, my gosh. Their head went so back far. Yeah. It's like a turtle. Yeah. And then what will happen is when your head goes all the way back, there's a reflex. Your neck muscles in the front start to say, hey, we're going too far backwards, so let's flex. It's a reflex, a protective reflex. So guess when it flexes? When you're all the way to the back and ready to f- oh, go forward. So everything's getting compressed in the back and torn in the front. Ooh. And then you get springed or catapulted forward, and then the reverse takes place. The head goes forward, and guess what? That shoulder belt? Yeah. Your shoulder ain't going anywhere. Right. So when people get in these whiplashes, the shoulder is stabilized while the head is getting thrown forward. And it tears the structures going from the left side of the neck into the shoulder. And so, you know, um, that's a real simple analysis. Well, it was good analysis. I, I pictured everything you were talking Did about. You? Yeah. Good, so. good. But it's not a blunt trauma. Okay. It's not a blunt See, I trauma. I always thought it was. But, it's not. but you're not really hitting anything. Yeah, it's tearing of tissues. And so, you know, and there's so many things that can happen in the accident. You can, you got all these different parts that are moving around. With yeah. the inertia, you've got your your neck, you've got your shoulder, you've got your jaw. I mean, people tear muscles in their jaw; they fracture their teeth, mm. um, all kinds of crazy things. So it's you know, so you have this. Uh, it's kind of like a, a strange pain because it'll start in one place, but it shoots and travels in another place, and torn tissues, torn nerves, torn muscles, ligaments, and things like that. Now, the muscles can heal up pretty good because they got a good blood supply. Ligaments, not so much. Discs, not so much. Nerves, not at all. They they heal very, very slowly. Um, And so that's where you have the problem. And so people will come in, and depending on the grade of their whiplash, uh, 
like a mild one, those clear up pretty good without residuals. You get one where there's been, it's like a sprain strain injury, a sprain and a strain. Strain is muscles, sprain would be ligaments. Okay. So you've torn muscles and ligaments that hold your spine in mm. place and it protect your spinal cord and spinal nerves. That's scary. And yeah, in fact, your brain is up there somewhere too. So, I mean, it's one of the most important areas of your body that just gets damaged all the time. Wow. With these whiplashes. And so what, what do you do to remedy that? Well, um, I'll sit down and just do a history. I'll, you know, depending on the mechanism of injury. I mean, if, if there's been, like we've had people, oh, I'm telling you, that area on North 65, just before Rivergate, Mm-hmm. Those areas before Rivergate, yeah, uh, during rush hour, the traffic can come to a stop. You're right, yeah, and and often does. I've had several patients. I had one patient. This guy, he got hit 65 miles an hour. Ooh, twice. Oh my! From gosh. behind, within a year. Oh, uh, poor guy. Uh, you know, unbelievable. I, we just had another one was hit. when construction goes up here in Nashville, just beware, be careful. Yeah. Um, cause there's going to be a lot more, you know, rear end collisions on the interstate, but, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a horrible accident to have. Yeah. It, I can it's imagine. A, it's a life changer. I mean, it, it can, you know, disable you. It can keep you from work. It can keep you from being happy, you know, enjoying life and stuff like that. And so that's what we asked first, you know, and then, you know, we're able to get on out on your own power or did you lose consciousness? Um, you know, did you go to the ER? They take pictures, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're able to sleep. That's a big question because a lot of people that have a significant trauma, they can't sleep. They can't sleep for days. Ooh. And then um, not only that, but, uh, you know, they don't have energy. Um, they miss work. And so... You know, it's really important to document all that stuff up front so we know what kind of a injury we're dealing with. Okay. Just like a car. You know, so my job when I take care of somebody is to return them as close to the condition they were before the accident, after the accident. And so that involves, um, you know, looking at the bones, having them bend their head forward and backwards, see if there's any excessive joint play with the vertebrae, um, seeing if, uh, you know, they have strength, um, things like that, and then we, we grade the severity of the injury, and then we just tailor the treatment to them. But the, the most important thing is when you get an injury like that, keep moving. That's okay. what the best research says, keep moving, unless there's an instability. If there's an instability, you need to get a referral to a surgeon. Okay. Yeah, because you can, you can uh, actually create instability at the top of your neck where you can have brainstem pressure. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's people who get decapitated with these some of these things. Sure. Yeah. So there's levels of, of trauma and injury, you know. And so, well, I didn't get decapitated, so I'm good to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can walk. Yeah. <laughs> or you ever heard that song, Ain't Got Nobody? <laughs> I have now. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Van Halen that sang it. Oh, yeah. yeah. They did. That's right. Yeah. It was funny because I had a. It's David Lee Roth. I think it was on his I solo you, album. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a. Patient, I developed a really good relationship uh, with with the fire department, and uh, I just talked to him, and he'd share some of these accidents that he would show up at, and he says, "There's so much trauma." And he says, "Sometimes you just gotta make a joke." 
I guess so. Because if, if you live around that constantly, you'd have to. Yeah, he he just says he has to do it because he has to get it out of his out of his mind. And uh, you know, the thing is, is people ah, it's just a little thinner, better, but yeah, you know, you can even have it in a parking lot. So the thing is, is vehicle damage is another one. The insurance companies use that against you. But let's take this for example. If I was to, if you were in a vehicle and we put your vehicle in concrete, so it wouldn't move. Okay. And I was to hit you from behind with a one of those big old four wheel drive, a monster truck, a monster truck. Yeah. And do you think there'd be a lot of damage? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now your vehicle did not move though, right? Correct. So there's no inertial injuries. He didn't run over you or anything. Okay. So there's no trauma. Okay. All right. Now, let's take the same scenario. Let's say you've got a trailer hitch on the back of your vehicle, and your foot is off the brake, and you're in drive. You're getting ready to take off, and someone hits you from behind. Yeah. Now, there's going to be less vehicle damage, isn't there? Yeah. What yeah, about you're the, moving. What about the acceleration? going to be a lot more. There's going to be a lot more. Yeah. Okay. Not a lot of vehicle damage, but guess what? A lot of bodily damage. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of physics in this that, that you got to understand that um, vehicle damage is not directly proportional to body damage, unless, you know, we're talking 120 mile an hour impact and total, you know, compaction of the car and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But just generally speaking, um, as a rule, vehicle damage does not equal bodily damage. It I doesn't. never thought of that. Yeah. And so they've got elastic collisions. You've got collisions that are not elastic. Elastic collision, um, is where the the car that gets struck absorbs a lot of the impact. Okay. Okay. And they're meant to do that. You know, you ever see the NASCAR racers, you know, stuff starts flying off. Mm-hmm. That's to, to produce a cocoon around that driver. You know, they got that hard cage, but everything else just comes apart when they, right. when they hit something. Yeah. And you think, well, man, that's not made very well. It's made to perfection. It's engineering. Whereas a, a non-elastic collision there's no damage there's no crush um the occupants absorb way more force in a non-elastic collision makes sense in non-elastic collision there's less damage you know what i thought of and this is a little off topic but as you were describing that i used to have an evil knievel stunt car as oh. a kid oh my and if you hit the wall with it the top would pop off really and he'd be in that cage just like <laughs> just like the races. Do you remember those toys by any chance? Um, it's in the late seventies. Yeah. You know, I think what he did was pretty amazing, but, um, crazy. I didn't get caught up as a kid, but I, I probably should have. Well, you're a little older than I was me. like, where was all that when I was growing up? Yeah. I, he was my hero as a kid. You know, really? you talk about some broken bones and some whiplash. That man had it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he I paid for it. He's probably on a lot of medications. But, he was um, before yeah. before he died. Man, he he didn't. He looked rough. Yeah. Did he die from a an accident, or did he just die from? I think he just died. How old was he? I wonder. I don't know. But he was pretty old. Yeah. It was a few years ago. Yeah. But now his son's taking up the the stunt uh, profession. So Robbie is going to be in the same conditions. I think. I tell you, I would hate to have a family business like that. Oh boy. Hey, Junior, uh, Dad's hurting. Uh, you need to go out there and you know show the crowd what we can do. Jump sixty buses. Let's yeah. see. I've done it. You can do it, Daddy. I don't want to go. Get on that bike. Get on there. <laughs> but Daddy, 
<laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you and I saw a poster earlier for family tattoo shops. <laughs> so oh. That's another business you don't well, want to be in. The other thing, the sign did not look very clean. No. <laughs> and they're putting they're putting uh, little bumper stickers on the outside of their window, and you're like, huh, let's take the kids there, huh? Get some tattoos. <laughs> Come on, boy. It's ink time. Oh. <laughs> that's funny. So if you've been in a car accident, and I'm talking to the listener, if, if you've been in a car accident, and even if you think you're uninjured, it's going to be in your best interest to have it checked out. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because there's there's damage that you may not feel right off. And a great place to go is to somebody that you know um, is a good chiropractor. And um, at our office, we are set up for taking care of soft tissue injuries. Um, we use low-force techniques. We use... Massage, our massage therapists are very experienced with this type of thing. In fact, we document everything that we do in here. So in a lot of cases, if they are doing a, uh, you know, a case or anything like that, we give them all the records and submit it to the insurance. And uh, in many cases, they, they, they can get an attorney and we work with the attorneys. But we also have something called a laser, which is state-of-the-art for soft tissues. Basically... When you have a torn soft tissue, I used to take a piece of tissue paper and, and just say, this is what happened to your tissues. And I'd uh, wad it up in a ball and I'd tear it. And I'd say, okay, let's try to unfold this and get it back the way it was originally. Or I'll take a piece of paper. You can't get the wrinkles out. You can't get the tears out. That's what happens. Okay. That's a permanent thing. And so our job is to get that soft tissue wound. We call it an end product heal to heal up. Get rid of the wrinkles as much as possible. Get the heels, the, the tissues to mend in a linear fashion. And so the way you get it to mend in a linear fashion is you put tension along the length of the fibers of those tissues, and it will remodel to that stress. And so you can get up about 70% of the original tensile strength of those tissues, but it takes a year to a year and a half okay. for this stuff to heal up, and very few people know that. And the sad part is when you get in a car accident, eh, you know, it hurts a little bit. Yeah, you're sore for a couple of days. Yeah, and they don't even get it addressed uh, with chiropractic or with good soft tissue care. Um, they end up having a big old blob of scar tissue right in the center of the muscles that attach to their neck and their spine. And so, you know, um, and it just degenerates and leads to arthritis and disability. What would your advice be for someone? Let's say you're sitting in traffic, you look up in your rearview mirror, and you see a car barreling towards you. What should you do? Should you put your head back on the headrest? I'm not going to tell anybody. It might incriminate me. I mean, it might. No. <laughs> I've, always, I've often thought that because we've all experienced that. Now, I've never been hit. Yeah. Um, I, well, I have been hit, but not when I was looking, when I saw it coming. But I've often wondered... What what should your position be if you know you're about to experience well, impact? I mean, this is, I can just tell you what I would do. The worst thing that you can do is have your body turned at the time of the impact. Okay, so straight ahead. Uh, yeah, I've had people I've had people put their arms above their head and turn sideways. I've had people picking up a baby bottle at the time of the impact. Mm. When you're out of position, it just it just tears things up more. The best thing that you can do is probably shoot i don't know i mean okay i really don't um, I, I didn't know if you would or not i was just i was yeah. just kind of curious the biggest thing is to prevent it um to, to the best uh outcomes for people that get struck from behind 
Um, if you look at the really nice cars, like the BMWs, the Volvos, they have good safety yeah. um, ratings. The head rest will be in a forward position because we sit with our heads forward when we drive. Right. So the further your head is away from the headrest, the more damage will be done to your neck and the more injuries you'll have sustained. So buy a car that has really good quality seats with a good forward headrest. It's rated okay. um, for That's safety advice. impacts. Yeah. But as far as, you know, and, and airbags actually save the insurance company's money. And it helps you too. Airbags um, do less facial surgeries when people hit the steering wheel with their face. It's not pretty. Yeah, we're talking brain damage. Oh, we're yeah, talking just imagine. horrible stuff. So, um, airbags. I know there's people out there that say the other thing is, is stay away from the airbag. Don't throw your feet up because <laughs> you're going to lose your legs and oh, your hips. No, hey, that thing comes at you like a shotgun. About 200 miles an yeah. hour. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you can do to prepare, really, other than Pray. just be alert. Yeah. <laughs> God help me. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at fit from a physics standpoint, <laughs> sneak up on the bumper in front of you. Oh, yeah. Slam your brakes okay. on, put your car in park, but you ain't going to have time to do that. <laughs> take five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, I'll ask people, what was your position at the time of the impact? Hopefully, their hands are at 12 and 10. They're looking straight ahead. But um, if they heard a screech or they didn't, if they didn't hear a screech, they got they got plowed. Yeah. If they heard a screech of tires, you know maybe there was a little bit of a stop. But uh, you know it's there's nothing you can do for that stuff. Well, this has been interesting. I, I've enjoyed this episode a bunch because mm-hmm. uh, you know it's 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 interesting to, to talk about. To me, it's interesting to talk about the the science behind these injuries and and what you could do to help them. So if you've experienced anything like this, any kind of uh, uh, whiplash or car accident, go ahead. And if you're in the Middle Tennessee area, we'd love to talk to you here at uh, White House Chiropractic and Wellness. And you can give us a call at 615-672-7878. Or you can find us online at whitehousechiropractic.com. There's all kind of information there for you to, to look at. Uh, Dr. Banning's got a lot of interesting videos and things on his website. And there's a contact uh, sheet there where you can ask the doctor any questions feel free to ask we'll get to them here on the podcast or we'll email you back depending on your question dr banning do you have anything else to say before we leave nope thanks a lot for being here thank you listener for listening come back next week we'll have another episode for you and please tell your friends about your best health with dr chris banning have a great week yeehaw <laughs>